This is the KFDM Morning Show Podcast from the most watched morning team in Southeast Texas. So get you a look at what's happening in your headlines this morning. Port Arthur Police investigating a fatal collision happened yesterday. Police say one person is dead, another suffered non-life-threatening injuries following a crash on FM 365 West near Jade Avenue. Port Arthur Police, Fire and EMS responded to the reported major accident shortly before 4 a.m. Officers say two pickup trucks collided. Both ended up in a ditch. One driver died, the other hospitalized. Justice of the Peace Brad Burnett has ordered an autopsy. Six-shooter L.D. Ray capturing this video for us. The wife of a Beaumont man missing for four months pleading for closure. 71-year-old Edward Phillips last seen in October of 2021. His family says they have not seen or heard from the disabled veteran since. The family offering a $1,000 reward for any information on his whereabouts. Phillips last seen walking in an area near Marie and Waco Street in Beaumont. If you do have some information, you're asked to contact Beaumont Police. Over the weekend, firefighters continuing to monitor a very small smoldering fire at the site of a drilling rig that exploded and burned Thursday in Sabine Pass. The Pride Wisconsin burst into flames Thursday and several explosions followed. Nine workers had been prepping the rig for demolition. When the fire started just after noon, Port Arthur firefighters along with Jefferson County Sheriff's Office Marine Unit and a helicopter quickly responding, the Coast Guard methodically removing workers by helicopter, getting them all off one by one to safety. Medical crews checked them out, no injuries. Port Arthur Fire Department, as we said, has been monitoring the rig and the cause of that fire is still under investigation. City of Beaumont looking to make affordable housing more available to residents. 8,000 people currently on a waiting list. Last Tuesday, the council approved an application to build housing in the city's south end, but rejected building in the west end. The Morning Show's Mello Stiles has more. One resident says she has been on the wait list for affordable housing since 2018 and is still waiting. Another resident is a single mother of three and has been on the Beaumont Affordable Housing waiting list for almost three years. Another mother says she has had a hole in her bathroom ceiling since she moved in, and she has been on the waiting list since. Beaumont Interim City Manager Chris Boone says that financially, the city can do nothing to get more affordable housing. All it can do is approve projects from private developers to go to the federal level. And the city is not investing any money in it, they, but as part of the rules, the city has the city council has to approve that the application uh, are acceptable to be submitted for the, to the state, and then the state decides um, which, if any, of the projects they want to help fund. Chris Boone says there are many reasons of why the demand for affordable housing is so high, but at the base level, there are families that just do not make enough money. You could look at the at the base level of, okay, how many families, um, you know, would fall in an income level where it may be difficult to afford, you know, a decent place to live, right? The condition of the buildings also puts a strain on housing for those who need it. Many of our homes, cottages, maybe were built more than 100 years ago. And so, again, with the age of the structure, you know, we've had the hurricanes, we have flooding, you know, the maintenance costs for houses, uh, of that age, you know, can be prohibitive. The city is looking to private developers to build affordable housing. The state requires the housing to be built in different parts of the city, especially in areas known as high opportunity zones. Basically making sure that they're placed 
um, in areas that are closer to jobs, closer to the grocery stores and things like that. And now if you look at on the map, one of those areas of the city that they would like to put more affordable housing would be the West End. Once again, Mellow Styles reporting without more private developers wanting to build in the city. They say there's nothing that they can do at the moment. Well, cold temperatures and rain didn't stop Southeast Texans from soaking up some fun at the Mardi Gras Festival over the weekend. Here's Ian Chris. Draped in a blanket or wearing a coat, many people still came out in chilly temperatures Saturday to enjoy Mardi Gras Southeast Texas in Beaumont. So far right now, the weather is okay, but it's a little cold, but we're going we're gonna to be okay. There was food, music, and more for families who decided to brave the cold temperatures in the 40s. I mean, we're layered up. She's got a shirt oh, on under there and things on. jackets I got, on. I got pants under the jeans. Yeah, she's got, we all got leggings under our jeans. So. Except for me. Layered up yeah. and ready. But the cold weather did not phase some people who attended the event. We're from southeast Texas, we're used to unpredictable weather. So. Yeah, it's you know one day to the next. You never know what it's going to be, so you got to enjoy it while you can. Without having to contend with the rain, people enjoyed this year's Mardi Gras after organizers had to cancel last year's event due to the COVID-19 pandemic. Bundle up, because it is kind of cool out here, but don't let it stop you. Just come out and enjoy the weekend. Enjoy while it's not raining. And let the good times continue to roll. In Beaumont, I'm Ian Chris. And now, your daily weather forecast from the Southeast Texas Weather Authority. Good morning, Southeast Texas. I'm meteorologist Chad Sanwell. It is the last day of February, February the 28th. Waking up on a Monday morning with the uh, situation here in Southeast Texas quite a bit different than what we saw most of last week. We're waking up this morning with mostly clear skies. Temperatures have fallen into the 30s across many of the much of the area lower 30s in the lakes middle to upper 30s in the triangle even some 40 degree readings along the coast high pressure slowly building in today that's going to keep our skies fairly sunny late this afternoon we'll start seeing some of those high thin clouds coming in so it's not going to be a completely sunny sky and as we head into tuesday we'll look for a little bit more cloud cover to come in so I think we'll go with a partly cloudy sky on Tuesday. But at the same time on Tuesday, we'll see those winds turn around to the south, and that should help the warm-up begin. Temperatures this time of year should be around 70 degrees, and we're going to push through the 70s through much of this week, actually become close to 80 by the time the weekend rolls around. We'll continue with south winds on Wednesday. Sunshine returns, and then as we head towards the end of the week, a little bit of cloud cover starts to work its way back in. Thursday and Friday, we'll see the winds pick up. 75 on Thursday, 77 on Friday. And then as we head towards the weekend, another trough of low pressure develops just off to our west. So that will increase our rain chances as the moisture returns. We'll look for a high temperature both Saturday and Sunday in the upper 70s. But a 30% coverage of rain coming up on Saturday and a 40% coverage coming up on Sunday. So as we recap your forecast today, a much quieter forecast this week. Actually, the forecast might actually be a little more on cruise control compared to what we saw last week. Good news is sunshine returns. High temperatures today going to be into the lower and middle 60s. We'll look for a northeast wind that averages out to about 11 miles an hour. Again, looking for some high clouds to move in this afternoon. Partly cloudy skies on Tuesday as temperatures push back up around 70. And then we'll see a slow warming trend through the rest of the week with rain chances returning. 
Saturday and Sunday. Don't forget, you can download the forecast anytime. Head to our website, kftm.com. If you're on social media, we're on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Forecast updated several times a day. And, of course, you can download our free weather app. It's available on your iOS and Android devices. Of course, best news there is you can get interactive radar along with all the forecasts. And don't forget to download the KFDM WeatherNet app. You can track any one of our 60-plus sites across southeast Texas to get the weather and the current conditions closest to your location. On this Monday morning, February the 28th, 2022, that's a look at your forecast. I'm meteorologist Chad Samuel from the KFDM and Fox 4 Weather Center. Make it a great Monday. Thanks for listening. Join us again tomorrow for the KFDM Morning Show Podcast.